that without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Morning Jose. That is Morning Jose. My name is Jose de la Roca. And today is going to be a very exciting podcast because I wanted to have my friend uh, here for a long, long time because I actually want to learn. I actually want to learn from him because I, like you guys know, I always talk about learning, how we should all become better, uh, especially uh, hang out with people who are doing things that you want to do, uh, you know, socialize with people who you admire or learn from them. And I think my friend right here is one of them uh, because he's actually doing his career. It's actually something that I want to do. I'm kind of doing it, but not really. And then he could tell me whether I, I'm lying or not. But he's been doing it for a long time. We're going to ask him uh, a little bit about uh, his story. But uh, just to tell you how I met him, I met him through email. And <laughs> the reason is because uh, I booked a Facebook commercial about a year and a half ago and um, when you book a commercial through uh, an agent which by the way uh, it was my first commercial booking from my agent uh, I, I had booked uh, commercials before but this was my first commercial that kind of booked from my agent so it was kind of new everything was new too so she sent an email and there was another person in the email and his name was weird too. And I was like, Raul Ruel. I'm like, all right. And of course, you don't, you only see a name. And uh, I went to do a fitting because if you guys don't know, sometimes when you book a commercial, then you had to go get fitted, meaning the, the clothes that they want you to wear and things like that. And I, I wonder, I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to meet this guy. And then, of course, I went and Google him and I found him because his name is very unique. And then uh, when I was at the at the fitting, I saw him and I say, hey, you are a so-and-so agent. I'm Jose. And he's like, what's up, man? And then uh, that's how we basically uh, met. And we've been in touch since. And every time I see him on TV or posting things, I'm like so proud of him because, look, I just want the best for everybody. And I'm just here to like bring him in and for him to share his knowledge and for you guys to actually learn something, I'm actually going to learn so much. I had he 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 asked me, he's like, How long are we gonna do it? I'm like, man, if I tell you that I really wanna learn everything that you know, I don't think you wanna do this podcast, but I have him here. So first of all, can you tell everybody how to pronounce your name? Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher it and kinda introduce yourself. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me, Jose. It's Ruel Pendleton Bell or Ru. Some of my close, dear friends that know me for quite a long time, they call me Rue, uh, but it's Ruel, um, and I'm I'm glad to be here. And no, you didn't butcher it. You 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 got close, you know. In in my French, uh, you know, in France, like when I took French classes, they I, they would call me Raoul. Or if like I meet Hispanic brothers, they'll say, "Oh, Raoul." Like they do the the quick translation. So I. I I'm not huge on names as long as it's said with respect, with reverence, you know, with love. I'm probably going to respond. 
it, and wow. then you write it if you if you read it in Spanish, it's real. So you know, it's you know, same thing. So yeah. can you introduce yourself? Uh, you know, I don't wanna. You know, I mean, oh. for me, you're like a very talented person who's doing everything I want to do one day. But can you introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, so my name is Ruel. I'm originally from Baltimore. Grew up in an artist family. Spent a lot of time playing lacrosse. Spent my youth doing some musical theater and theater, um, as well as some modeling and commercials. Um, kind of bounced around in jobs because I was running from my art. And so I worked in politics. I worked in fundraising. Um, I ran a nonprofit in inner city Baltimore for, uh, for young lacrosse players. Um, and, you know, at one point, my older older brother Rashid kind of just grabbed me up and was like, "Man, you gotta you gotta just do your art because the through line with all the work I was doing was storytelling. So if I'm working for the Attorney General, still storytelling. If I'm running a nonprofit, still telling the story of the nonprofit, still interacting with the talent and looking at the talent, being like, I could be doing this comedy show. Um, I don't know how well, but yeah. So um, moved to LA about what eight years ago now." Um, have consistently been working as an actor, doing everything from stage readings and plays to commercials, to national commercials, to short films and TV. Um, still waiting on that big film project, but I have a feeling um, with the scripts I'm starting to be sent and the lead roles coming my way, like something's going to happen soon because um, I've been testing for some great films and that's what I really enjoy doing and I feel like that's really my, my lane. Um, other than that, when I'm not acting, I'm learning something new. Like you said, Jose, I, I think the, what I've learned in life is that every day you can learn something new. You just have to be open to it. However, having said that, it, it gets to the point where like, it could be a small thing, you know, it could be a revelation that it's a small learning, not some huge thing, but something small that you need for yourself. And so that's what I focus on is making sure I'm picking up the small things that will change my life and, and help me to just be a better person, better artist, better actor, uh, better partner to my lady, um, better son, better, you know, leader in the community, better brother. That's yeah. amazing. And then um, so is your older brother like a father figure to you? Like, because like, it's funny that you talk about this. Uh, I, I had to. Uh, pop a child to start thinking about my dreams <laughs> and uh, you know people already know me that like first of all I didn't want to um, um, be a dad and when I, I got the news I was actually uh, I was ready to improve I never said I don't want to be a dad but I wanted to improve so I wanted to be better I started to exercise I wanted to have more money I wanted to become a better person all these mm -hmm. things that I was already doing since I quit drinking the year before that But mm -hmm. uh, like you say, you know, like I one day I was just and this is this is for real. Uh, you talked about uh, musical theater and I actually um, in high school did a little show of horrors. And mm. the, the only yes. reason the only oh. reason I got cast is because I'm so, so small. And I fit it. I fit it in the box that uh, used to be inside in the box where you could control the uh, seamer, which is the plant. And mm -hmm. that's, I think that's the reason I got casted, but I saw how everything uh, was done and I kind of felt a passion for it. Mm -hmm. And mind me, like uh, I'm an immigrant. Uh, I was an immigrant. I was a illegal immigrant for about 10 years. 
And mm. so my future was never like, uh, you know, this is my path and I'm going to look for it. My future was always like, hey, watch out for white vans. You know, that was it, right? So, um, so I never had that like, I'm going to become something. I was just trying to be me and stay here, right? Uh, uh, I was, you know, the government knew I was here. So it's not like I wasn't doing things. It's just uh, I came legally and stayed illegally. So it's two, two mm. different things. And then when I went to college, uh, you know, I took math and everything. And then I took a, a art class. And mm -hmm. that art class was one of uh, uh, the the teacher. She was going to direct plays in Glendale Community College. And she told mm -hmm. me, she's like, well, at the end of the, the semester, we are going to do little scenes and mm -hmm. that's going to be your final thing. And that was my second time of doing uh, actually kind of quote unquote acting. And mm -hmm. the guy who came in to do the lights because he was the final and he, we were in a little studio. Uh, he's like, hey, um, you should try out for West Side Story. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, we're going to have West Side Story uh, this summer. And I think you should try out. And I'm like, what does try out mean? And then he's like, well, <laughs> uh, you go and yeah, you're going to have to sing, dance and act. And I'm yeah. like, I don't sing, I don't act and I don't dance. And then, do and then <laughs> he's like, just just go, please, t please, uh, you know, go and I promise you, it's going to be fun. And I right. went, I got casted, uh, I sang Happy Birthday. Uh, I think I danced well, I sang horrible, and I acted okay, and I looked the way I looked, so probably they just needed more brown people, and they were like, all right, let's cast this guy. But then mm -hmm. that's how I became a theater geek too, and I did a lot of musicals, and I became better at it. I competed for KCTF, which is the Kennedy Center, and then I went compete, and uh nationals and stuff like that so people always told me you should act and i said well i don't know what my future is going to be and then mm -hmm. i got into radio 10 years later and blah 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 and then i become a, a a dad and looking at him one night i said i want to be happy and do something that i like and make mm -hmm. money right and i said i just want to provide for my son a better future first of all but mm -hmm. I also don't want to die saying, what if? Right. So right. I said, let me start acting. And I knew somebody who was, she's an actress. And the, uh, her boyfriend is a, uh, um, uh, uh, a writer. And the guy took a picture of me. She told me, you, are, you have a look. Just sign up for LA casting. And she told me what to do. They took a picture of me. I'm not lying to this. They put it on, on LA casting. I start paying. I like casting in a month I get an audition I go to the audition because I was so short and funny looking uh, I tell the girl this is my first time and she's like oh first time in this building no first time ever she looked at me like I was like I just fell out of the sky or something I didn't understood that my first audition ever was a was for a Super Bowl commercial it was for a Bud Light commercial and mm -hmm. I went all the way at the end and and I've been doing it since. I don't get roles and everything, but I, like I said, at least I, I'm kind of trying to do something that I like and mm -hmm. it brings money to my family. So do you think like your brother saw that in you and he said, psh, 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 you're wasting your, your life and I know you're talented and go explore all that stuff. Yeah, man, that's so many, you brought up so many things. I mean, before, I mean, I don't want to side, 
swipe your question, but dude, West Side Story. Get out. Officer Krupke. Ah! <laughs> you had a whole song. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so to your point with that is that I'm pretty sure my brother remembered those moments. You know, as the older brother, I think his, his task has always been to remind me of me because he's always been looking down at me, watching what I'm doing. And so I think it was just a point in my life where he was looking like, no, nah, I know you. That's not you. Like, you need to go find you and go do some art. And, and, and to my brother's uh, um, honor, he is a visual director uh, who does cinematography, direction, um, you know, everything under the sun, really. But his main focus are cinematography and as a director. And so I think he just, you know, as a brother and as a director, was probably looking at me like, Oh, you know, man, you're just an actor. Like, just go act, but go do your art. I mean, not just the actor, but like you're an artist. So go do your art. You'll be great and enjoy it and everything will work out. So I think that I'm so blessed to have him as an older brother because he's taken those huge leaps. And so now it's interesting because now he is a dad. Now, when he told me this, he wasn't a father, but now he's a dad. He's two beautiful baby boys, uh, beautiful partner. She and him are over in, in Czech Republic. And now it's interesting because I push him to leap even more because now that he's a dad, it's kind of like, uh, you know, and, and by me jumping further and reaching higher and, and just literally just reaching so high for, for my dreams, you know, it, it I think it's just, it's just a good balance. You know, where like he'll see how hard I'm reaching that challenges him to reach more and we keep each other honest. Like, hey, are you really, 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 you know, doing the most you can? Um, yeah. So I, I'd love to say a great part of that relationship, you know, and I'm, I don't know if you'd ask this question, but I'll just throw it out there is finding the balance with reaching really hard, but also resting and, you know, what am I, like 10, 12 years really in, you find that pace and that rhythm of how hard you can pull, push, how hard you can lean in, and then when to pull back. And then and then you, you'll find yourself in these seasons where you're right there in the sweet spot. And once you figure that out, I call it divine pace or divine rhythm would be my personal one. You find that divine rhythm of like, okay, I can go this hard, but let me stay here. And then you're not so far left. And you're not so far right, but you kind of get used to living like right here. And it just takes it takes it takes practice. It just takes having that as a goal. So when you ask about like, you know, one thing I would share, as that's what I would share is that don't worry about what other people's rhythms are and don't necessarily worry about what your past rhythm is. Try to find like your present rhythm and stay in that. Not too much, not too less, you know, be flexible, you know, like like Bruce Lee says, be like the water. Um, <laughs> it sounds cliche, but then once you lock in and do it, you'll be like, oh, this it, is the wave. Is he the one who said, uh, I, I like to listen to, uh, they're called lo-fi chill music, whether I'm mm -hmm. doing yoga or writing or anything. And then um, there's a song where... Uh, I don't want to stereotype, but there's an Asian guy saying, "Be like water. Water adapts to everything." And then I'm like, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Um, um, but you know what? Like, it's funny because like you're 
your brother saw something on you because he is in the arts and he saw that you have talent and he, and then you went and achieved your dreams. And I think, you know, one thing that you're talking about being in balance, I mean, first of all, balance is probably one of the hardest things to that anybody will ever do in life, right? We, we all had to have that balance in everything. I even teach my son that, that, you know, having a balance is one of the most difficult things you will ever have. But um, so I think the thing you're talking about is like, Did you freeze on me? Oh no! You're just standing yeah. still. It's incredible. He's in, he's in the balance right now. Because yeah, we're 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 looking at each other, by the way, because uh, we're doing uh, this uh, over uh, uh, the internet. And I thought he froze. He's just on balance. Look at him. Uh, that's why he's a great actor. But I think I think I'm finding that balance now that I've been, I guess, two three years into this what you call acting. And I think uh, I want to ask you this then. Um, So when you, when you came here, like, is that what you're saying? Because you wanted to push so much and then you didn't get things because I remember, uh, I, this is the way my life goes. I sometimes I start, I don't, sometimes I don't start from the bottom to get mm -hmm. to the top. Sometimes mm -hmm. I start from the top, had to go bottom and mm -hmm. bring, come up again. Um, mm -hmm. one of the, things that I always tell people is that I'm not afraid of failing because I've been failing my whole life so it's easy for me right so I always tell people who they just find out or I finally say I'm acting or I'm doing this commercial and then people always say oh I always wanted to do that and I say look you could do it anybody should do it but just mm -hmm. remember that I'm okay with failing because failing is probably the thing that you're going to have to deal the most as being an actor right and then I'm sure you've been doing this for 10 years and you have your shares of this, this and that. And I think the balance you're talking about, I have it now. I remember when I started auditioning, I started on the top, then I got a big commercial. And then, of mm. course, I thought I was just like, oh, boom, boom, boom. And then, of course, like nothing. Right. And then I feel that now I just tell people I do this as a hobby because I want to think it's a hobby. So I don't take anything personal. I don't think anything too serious. And mm -hmm. commercial acting, probably, I want to ask you this also that, you know, uh, commercial acting, the first two rounds is on you. And after that, it's just pure luck because I just think, uh, uh, I don't know, you've been doing this for such a long time. So this, let me ask you this. Am I wrong by saying that commercial acting, because you do uh, commercial acting and you also do film and you also do TV, I'm barely in the commercial acting because I have this weird look that might as well use it to get money for my son. So uh, the thing that I always tell people now that I've been doing this for such a long time and I'm lucky to have auditions and I'm lucky to have callbacks and it's hard to get the, the finish line. So for people who don't know, how the process goes is basically you get an audition. So somebody like your picture for the role that you're auditioning to. And, and, and by the way, if I say something wrong, chime in because you're the pro. So somebody yep. saw your picture, they like you for the role, then they want you to do an audition. So they bring you in or assume now and you do an audition and whether the people who audition you like you and you know, the producer or director, they want you to come back. So you go from a thousand, And then you come back from to audition against a uh, hundred, and if you uh, if they like you passing that, then they put you in avail, meaning available. I guess that's mm -hmm. what it is, and that means like 
out of those 100, they like you and probably two more other people. And then after that, they they give the the top three to the uh, to the client, whether it's Coca-Cola, whether it's T-Mobile or anybody, and then the client picks you. So the way I see it now is that my quote-unquote talent, quote-unquote abilities, or my look is going to be judged the first two times. And if I did something good, if my effort was worth it, if I well, I did what I decided to do, because it's also so, so quick, so many things that you could do wrong, so many things that you could do right, everything. It, if I get a call back, I'm happy because I did something good. And after that, it's just luck. Do you think that's a right way to describe how? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I love that you're honest about why you're doing commercials, right? You know, you just said, you know, it's a way of you using yourself to to help, you know, the legacy, which is your family, right? But but what I would say is like if you're asking for like a technique or or a strategy, commercials are so all over the place, right? The only thing you can do with a commercial is go in and have fun because there are so many little things that play into if you book a commercial. I've gone in the room, done well, and then the director made a joke and me not laughed. And I feel like they just don't want to work with me because they think that I'm not cool, right? I've gone in the room and they've made a joke about me and I've taken it probably like, what, you're making fun of me? You know, and not book work. I've gone in the room and done perfectly and had the agency want me, and I could tell the director didn't want me because it's like, no, there's there's nothing, there's gonna be nothing for him to play with on set. So I would say, like, being in LA doing commercials, you have to just go in and have fun, and you have to be honest about why are you really acting, you know? So the commercials can be something cool. I would say to anyone, let the commercials be something cool you do on the side, but make sure whatever art you really wanna do. If you're really a writer, write. And I had to learn that from writers I started going in with. And they're like, no, man, I'm a writer. Like, I, I just do this because I have some extra time. Like, they love improv. They love comedy. Commercials, they get to f have fun. But they don't take them that seriously. They take their write writing seriously. I meet a lot of dancers, a lot of dancers and musicians. Th same thing. Music or dance is their first love. And they'll come in and do a commercial. And if they get it, they get it. If not, they're not. So I would say, like, especially in L.A., like, don't take them to heart because commercials have nothing to do with your talent level. They have nothing to do with your appearance, really. They really have to do with, like, over 50 different things. It could be you're too tall, you're too short, you're too light, too dark, you're too loud, you're not loud enough, you smile too big, you didn't smile big enough. So, you know, I've been through that world the last couple of years trying to figure out the algorithm. And I, and I be honest, I book a lot, like... I'm blessed that people now call me to be in commercials. Like last uh, major commercial I did, major in the sense of the, uh, the reach of it, was a um, PayPal commercial. The producer called me. I don't know, you know, she had interacted with me, had got a recommendation from another director producer, and she called and emailed me and said, "Hey, would you be interested?" So um, that's that's what I would sh share with you is that have fun. My main thing would be for any commercial you go on, have fun and let it go because there's so many different things that could affect it. You being selected. Do you like beer? 
I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic US 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles, but most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers and I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drinkhairlessdog.com, promo code DELAROCA. Yeah, it's, uh, um, because, you know, like, uh, tell you the truth, I even booked a... And I say me because I actually did it. I booked a commercial for my girlfriend who she's beautiful, but she's one of those like. Hold up, hold up. Before you before you shoot yourself in the foot with the butt, if you, you know, I know we can edit, but you may want to catch the butt. No, but she is very shy. No, she's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no. You think I was going to say butt. Help, but man. she has three she has three eyes and one is popping out of her head and then she, uh but uh you know her breath smells so i had to tell her breath mint before you go in these rooms i don't know no it, she's very shy she's not uh she doesn't like to be on camera she doesn't like to be taking pictures of her she's not on mm. social media she's one of those old school souls that you hardly mm. discover right and mm. then um and I, because nowadays, uh, you know, you could chime in to this. One of the good things for me is that nowadays for commercial acting, they're looking for real people. And mm. I'm real, but I still want to act. And I consider myself an actor. It, it mm-hmm. took me a while to say this, by the way. It, it was just a, a, a thing that I never wanted to say. And because I felt like it was a douchey thing to say, especially in LA. But you know what? The way I see it, like you said, I'm just having fun bringing extra cash to have a better future for my son and using whatever this look is because I have a look that it could be used for many things whether I shave I not shave I'm so short might as well use what I have and and I have some money right but uh I they were looking for teachers and then uh I just submitted her information and then sent her a picture and they were like oh we would like to uh uh um interview her and then I say well Hold on, because I did this without her permission. Let me try to convince her. But yeah, like <laughs> the thing about uh, commercial acting is I always tell her like she had a great uh, uh, experience and everything. But like you said, I don't take anything personal anymore because like you said, one time uh, I work in radio. I was working. Uh, well, I used to work in radio. I was working uh, doing a pay uh, commercial show, which they mean they pay for the air. And one of the ladies, she was a um, uh, agency person. And then we were talking, and I think uh, uh, after a couple of shows that I made friends with her and everything, I told her that I was an actor. And then they were looking for a PSA for her uh, uh, firm and stuff like that. So she's like, oh, we're going to tell the people to contact you. And then she literally told me, she's like, you know what? It's funny because like nowadays it's so complicated, even for producers or I'm, a, I'm the client most of the time 
-hmm. it has to do with rules too that you have to have a latino you have to have this you have to have that so mm -hmm. not only we actors are just trying to do our best but then we had to go against great talented people and then we had to go through like what if the person doesn't like the way I look or maybe they do but I'm not short enough because I need to jump out of a car so commercial mm -hmm. acting like you said I take it now as a I'm having fun if it happens happens and if not I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's good and, and, and what I'll say too you, you touch on a very good point is that when you start helping other people like you helping your 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 lady in this in this scenario it, it doesn't go unnoticed and producers and directors and cast and directors will remember that and then when they have the right project for you all of a sudden you'll be in that room they're rooting for you and that'll be the one you book and so i would say that's the other thing for commercial work is that always be okay pushing someone like so if i see you at something being like, all right, man, go in there and, you know, crush it because you'll book it. And then maybe I'll catch you one day coming out of one and you'll be like, hey, man, this is perfect for you. And, and, and I know some of my friends, we've experienced that where like they know maybe they didn't have a good read and they'll come out and be like, look, I just stank the room up. So it's stinky. So you get to go into it and, and air the room out and it's, you're going to crush it so much because I've just bombed so bad. You know, so it becomes more of like an ebb and flow. Like I said, that that rhythm of just understanding that that's just part of it. Um, and that's exciting to hear that you look out for your lady. I know uh, the same thing with my lady. We try to look out and, and work together on projects as much as possible, um, as much as I should say they let us, you know, because sometimes, you know, you, you have two strong because she's she's an artist in her own right. Very, very talented. Um you have two strong personalities on on camera it, it's like the like who do you uh who do we hmm shoot who are we going you know so so uh that's cool man that's good to hear that you're doing that that's exciting no Very you know exciting. like uh when i got together with her i always told her look what and i'm i'm always a realist i'm very logical and very realist Mm -hmm. You know, yes and yes or no and no. Simple questions, simple answers. Why am I doing and things like that. I always tell her, like, mm -hmm. you know, I see how she is with her students. You know, I think she's worth more. And um, when I told her about the commercial, she really didn't want to do it uh, because she didn't believe in herself. I pushed her and I just told her, look, uh, just think about it this way. Uh, they like you and they're choosing you over all these people and you mm -hmm. have something that i see it that you don't see but they see it too and extra cash doesn't hurt anybody right <laughs> it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt and then you can put that into your other art i mean i mean that's what i would suggest i mean is she an artist as well no that's the thing she's just a teacher that she just wants to be a teacher be left alone and do her thing and be a mom nowadays and she's uh it, uh, I always, I don't mind this because, like I told you, uh, the more the merrier. If, if they tell me, okay, we want you to just be in the back and and start jumping around, and uh, Royal is going to be in the front, I'll be like, hell yeah, man! Like I'll be in the back. I mean, I'm still getting paid, right? And they're like, yeah. I mean, like there's been times that I, they they ask me because you know I'm I'm not a name, and you know anything they have asked me is like. 
well, you know what? Um, unfortunately, they're going for something else, but uh, the, uh, the director really likes you. Would you mind if you, you know, be in the back or stuff like that? And I'll be like, you know, yeah, like, uh, am I getting paid? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. So, like, I look, I, I always tell people when it comes to all that stuff, look, I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you very much for everything. And mm-hmm. I'm here to say yes to whatever you guys want to do, you know? Yeah. The whole thing is just to share the love and I always tell people like I always tell people if I could do it, anybody else could do it. Why not? Because I'm just this short ball watermelon that I was able to change your life. And now I'm on TV. And if I'm on TV, you could do it, too. The only thing is that are you going to be okay with the rejection and are you going to be okay with putting in the time and you had to practice and you had to deal with extra stuff, extra uh, stress and stuff like that. But before we go up. what are the projects you're working on? Because, I mean, not only you're an actor uh, and you, you do film and hopefully yeah. we get you back in just to tell me how to transition from commercial to film because that's one of the areas that I think I text you that I was like, yeah. I need to make that transition. But what are you working on? So so right now I'm working on a new role. Uh, I'm playing James in a film called uh, Rocky Road. I'm playing a young husband, uh, expecting husband. Uh, my wife Candy is is pregnant, and it's a conversation that couples kind of go through when you're talking about money. Um, so it's about two different levels of faith, two different point of views on money and life and how to spend money and what's 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 acceptable and what's not. And it's so interesting. Uh, I'm going to shoot it back in Virginia. Um, so I'm flying out soon to go f- film that. I'm getting to work with a dear friend of mine, Miss Sean Cosby, who is a just a powerhouse of an actor. I've worked with her years ago when we were first starting out. When I was first starting out, uh, we played a couple uh, who was engaged. So it's kind of full circle. We're now we're the married couple, and uh, now we're expecting a child. So um, I'm really excited about that Rocky Road. The the director's Judy England. Uh, writers Regina Insugaba, uh, who's so talented. Like the dialogue in this film is so effortless. You know, it's one of those pieces where I was just studying it this morning and had a call with the costume designer, uh, Sonia. And we're we're talking through the script and talking through the moment. And it's so real that it's it's you're really talking about like a real story. It's not like it's heavy lifting in the sense uh, from our from our last session with our director Judy. It's heavy lifting in a sense because it's nuanced, so it's very grounded. However, the dialogue, which can sometimes trip you up, um, is so simple and so sincere and so real. Um, and so I'm so excited about that film project that I'll be in. Uh, other than that, actually with my partner, we're working on a new project. She's got her own project, so I don't want to overtalk that. I'll just give a quick plug and say be on the lookout for a new amazing comedy based on an immigrant family coming to the states and figuring out their way set in the church but not so deep in the church that that takes over the project so i'm so excited i've been uh, helping her as a producer on that uh pitch meetings are getting set up so that's that's really 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 exciting um and then uh that's her project but back to one that i'm involved with and we've partnered on this one uh a project called men on purpose And this has been a project on my heart uh, since last year when everything started happening in the pandemic with the murders and, and killings and shootings, um, especially now 
with this foolishness, with the Asian hate uh, occurring. This is a project called Men on Purpose, where we get men together from different backgrounds like yourself, Jose. I will definitely keep you in mind to be a part of the program, part of this project. We get different men together and we talk about real life challenges and vulnerability and money and being a dad. And we do it in this vulnerable space where men are able to talk about, you know, the projections they've received about be a man and, and do this. And then challenges maybe they have in relationships, either with their family or with, a you know, their partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, you know, whoever. Uh, and that's really, really exciting because I feel like that project um, really is going to bring a sense of healing to a lot of men who feel like it's uncomfortable to speak about this or they have to go somewhere in 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 the closet and talk about these things and talk about the pain they have or talk about traumas or talk about just everyday issues like be you know getting in shape and and like you disclosed about about you know if they have any uh you know i, I don't want to say addictions but if they have any any personal things they're trying to work through be it drinking or drugs or women and and we're trying to bring those to the light take those out of just oh you got to call your one buddy and you can go talk with this or or if you're in the church, you go to men's group and you talk about that. But we're bringing that to the light so we can showcase this, I personally believe, you know, to the women in our lives so they can see, yes, men talk about these things. And this is why there's friction in relationships, because we're being told to, 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 to behave a certain way. However, we're not necessarily given that freedom. So we're being told to do one thing, but when it comes down to it, it's, oh, be a man, you know, but it's like, <laughs> well, this is me being a man. This is me saying, I don't feel comfortable doing that, or I've changed my mind on that, or that's your emotion. That's how you feel. I'm not willing to take that on. Like, so it's bringing all those things to light and allowing a safe space to discuss those. And and I'm so excited for, for all of the projects because the reason why I act is to demonstrate more love and is to to get into these characters and, and understand how would this person see the world and how can I take my love of the world and my love of people, my love of pretty much everything under the sun and demonstrate that through this character, you know, this, this unconditional love that I feel like, you know, God has allowed me to have. And so I try to share that with people through these characters. Um, because at the end of the day, when all the money's gone and, and you're 102, <laughs> you're kind of going to look back at all the stuff you love. You're not going to look back about all the money you spent. You're going to look back on your memories and all those fun moments where you just, you know, where you just smiled and just felt, you know, that, 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 you know, like little kids, like they're so happy, like they shake, you know, so. Well, um, definitely uh, sign me up for that project because I mean, talk about issues i mean i could give you like the 155 issues that i have and i've been i mean i don't have health insurance so i always wanted to have free psychiatrists so let me know man <laughs> yeah i mean but here's the thing we have to as men do a better job about that i mean there's some men in the in the um culture right now especially in the states and, and you know they're really really trying to bring these ideas to to surface i feel like what what we have been able to do, especially with my ladies, you know, input as an EP on this, as, a, as an executive producer on this, is really hone in on, are we nurturing these men, right? And so are we allowing these men to come to this space and be nurtured? Because 
here's the truth. Women going to do the nurturing. They're going to go do the things for self-care. But men, we we will take a nap and then get back to work, you know, or drink a coffee and then push through. And not to say the ladies aren't strong and they don't push through, but I feel like they, especially in the States, they give themselves a better opportunity at balance and safe spaces and they develop safe spaces to have these conversations consistently, you know, like on a weekly basis or daily basis, they're going to make sure they stop and do something for themselves and do that self-care. And so if I had to simplify all that, I would say this project to me is so special because it's bringing forth that men can also have this truly, truly unlimited amount of self-care for themselves that's healthy. What's up guys, Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. That is de la Roca, D-E-L-A, R-O-C-A. Well, thank you very much, man. So before we go, where could people find you? Uh, people can find me on Instagram at, at Ruel Belt. Um, or you can Google Ruel Belt. That's R-E-U-E-L-B-E-L-T. I'm on Vimeo. So Vimeo.com slash Ruel Belt. R-E-U-E-L-B-E-L-T. Um, but Google me. I mean, I know that sounds funny, but trust me. There's only other there's only <laughs> one other Ruel and he's an amazing pianist so you're not going to confuse him with me. Until next time my name is Jose Jose de la Roca and you have been listening to Morning Jose. One day I want to be as good as you brother and maybe as tall as you too. Till next time, goodbye. <laughs>